Hello, hello everybody, and look what it is! It's, it's, I understood that reference. We're back, it's, it's Rob and it's, it's Ross. How are you, man? How are you, Rob? How are you? Oh, I've, I've <laughs> forgotten how we do this. It's been a little while. It's been a minute or two since we've, you know, rustled, <laughs> rustled up the mic, <laughs> peppered it with some soft peas and some explosives, as they say in the recording business. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I knew this was going to be a wobbly some, start. Some delicious tonage. Yeah. Oh, I'll be. Look, it's, it's always going to be a wobbly start. <laughs> well, you know, it's the literally the new year, so start as you mean to go on. That's my mother says, along with many other things. Too far east is west is another thing she says, but I don't know if that's relevant here. <laughs> that is a hundred percent your new phrase. I love it. <laughs> you really do. <laughs> For every every, no matter what the topic is, as well. You're just since I've met you last, you're consistently like, you know what they say, too far east is west, and mm. I'm just like ordering a different pint. And I'm like, is that is that relevant here? <laughs> like, I mean, I guess it is. Like, <laughs> Robert, how was your dinner? Well, too far east is west. You know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> is that like to do with flavouring or something? You sure? I know. Sure it is. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've recorded. And that's absolutely fine. Look, there's been lots going on. We, You know, the whole lockdown ended. And then I think me and you were just crazy. Oh, my and God. That's good, a good thing. It was. we were busy and we were doing things. And, you know. There was, you know. There was weddings and stags and, like, just other social events in the calendar. And, like, I was moving house and... Ross and I were up to our tonsils in work. There was actually this, the 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 just our social and work battery was just just so burnt out. We just didn't want to do a recording without it being, you know, we were really at at full tilt, full east versus west mode. So I, I could we had to we figured let's start clean. It's the it's the new year. We can talk about geography all we want now. We're ready to rock. We're back with a bang, and we're hoping to keep the now, now that now that everybody's gotten their catch-up events they decided to do them all in one go in the space of like six months so now that they've got that out of their system hopefully we can we can keep the routine back up again which we're looking forward to doing um because we've talked about it ad, ad nauseum we've, we've talked about it a lot ad nauseum <laughs> yeah got, this is a good thing though that we're doing here so basically today's episode is it's not really as structured as usual because look we've been gone for a while Let's just have a bit of fun. Mm. And we're just going to recap some movies in 2022. Good ones, bad ones in between. And just kind of really quickly give our thoughts and where we think they fell. Uh, go forward. Or we might try to keep the episodes a little bit shorter, maybe a little bit snappier, which might hopefully uh, help us get out a few more or, or keep to a schedule, which we've been awful at and always were, which is kind of our trademark. <laughs> let's be realistic. Uh, it is. It always. But look. We, we want to give it 100. We want to give it 100. So, Hundreds. you know, let's get it get ready into the new year. I understood that reference is back, everybody. It's going to be weird seeing it appear on your feet again and be like, this is obviously the announcement of we're ending the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but that's not. Just, it's not at all. Those lads just disappeared off the, fla- the face of the planet. Just not a word of a goodbye. We're back, though. We're back to annoy you. We're back. The boys are back in town. Or that delicious uh, uh, Belgian-style beer I had from Galway Bay, guys. It's called The Bots Are Back in Town. Delicious. <laughs> God, they do some nice ones, that, that Galway Bay. That Altea one is quite delicious as well. Is it the Galway Bay brewery you were talking about there that do that one? It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And weights and measures, 3%. It's outrageous. And it's really, really nice. But look, we've already digressed. Let's do it. Let's jump straight into this. We're going to start talking about movies and Rob, you came up with a nice little list for us to go mm. through. So do you, do you want to go through the sure. first one and talk about it and 
you know, go go for it. The floor is yours. Uh, normally, in, in around this season, you know, you and I will do a rascals as we we have done in the past because we love to pull the absolute piss out of how arbitrary and kind of out of touch a lot, a lot of the <laughs> awards decisions are. And the Golden Globes, they've not they've not missed a beat <laughs> this year. But we're not. Wow, yeah. we're not going to waste any time on them because nobody's going to go to it. But I figured we'd do a we do <laughs> we do um something a bit more lightweight. We just do you know it's tw- this new year. Let's do a little twenty twenty two review. I I we'll pick some fairly broad, fairly like highly subjective categories, and Ross and I can kind of compare notes. We'll go through them. And the first one to start us off, I thought is, and I think the, the answer should be pretty easy here. I think as well would be um yeah. There's <laughs> yeah. I you can see. I think I decided the film before I decided the title. If I'm honest, but it's the uh, the best yep. the best cinema film. And again, there's there's a, there's nuances here to how we're deciding them. You're like, oh, why not just go best film? It's like, well, there's different ways to enjoy these, and this one kind of wins outright in in most circumstances. I think, but for me, and I'm going to assume for you as well and probably was for a lot of people just say for us yes for us just say for us <laughs> okay. you, you know it is you know it is <laughs> yeah and because we haven't got a chance to talk about it yet either uh, is top gun maverick released in the summer of 2022 absolute blistering tom cruise project oh my god have you ever been in have you ever been... It was also the context. I mean, we were back in the cinemas big time at that point. We were back. We're like, is there, is there really a reason to go out of the house now these days? Like, when we've got all the streaming stuff, and we've got the Netflixes, and the bloody Sky Pluses, and the... the the, uh, the Oh, no, it's Disney Plus. But Sky Plus is a thing as well, but that's just to pause and record. Um, You know, would you, would you want to go back to the <laughs> cinema? Is there a reason to go back? And who delivers but old TC? <laughs> who... De- who... Sticks his head above the parapet as usual, ah. which is ironic given his height. <laughs> but my God, I, I, I for Christmas, I, I was given by Tina, I was given a Fitbit and it tells your heart rate on it. And I'm just so happy I did not have this Fitbit when Top Gun Maverick was out because the last 45 minutes of that film, it would have just like blown my hand off or something <laughs> because like my heart was just pumping out of my chest. It's... And again, just to, to the point that you said about the different categories of films, like this film is cinema film all over. This is that old fashioned kind of fist bumping, you know, you're, 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 oh my God, you feel the moves, you feel the screen, you feel the sound. The story, let's be realistic, it, it doesn't even name a, a necessary villain. Is The story is fairly generic and all mm. that. It's fairly, you know where it's going, you know what's happening. But that doesn't matter because it's almost the spirit around that movie that just drags you with it. It's it's feel good. It's uplifting. I, I think it's what everybody needed at that exact point. It was it's like the the perfect, the perfect meeting of kind of a, a large amount of despair in the world, a lot of chaos and that, and then all of a sudden this unifying front comes along and everybody just loved it. it it's very hard to find opinions of people who actually dislike the movie. I know, and I and it, it, I think you kind of. Because did, did we even review this properly? Maybe we did, briefly. We did. Yeah, we, we, we did. Kind of the last it. episode. Yeah, I think, yeah it, it must have been the last one we were on. Um, but I, it was more just it, that that sense of, like, it, it was, they, they knew that the, that the, 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 the sort of details of the story, like the core of it, like it wasn't complex and it was deliberately straightforward to justify 
just a thrill along the way. And like it, re- it very much was about the journey, not the destination. In this case, that like don't worry about the big bad or who it is specifically. We're not trying to overly like represent. You know, a lot of the time there's often like you know a story might be an allegory for an actual country or like a behavior or like a systemic issue. It, I don't really think that's what they're trying to do here. Yep, they're just trying to be like we want you to have an absolute fucking brilliant time for a couple of hours. We we've we've got and and he talks about this. Do you see? Even to celebrate it, because obviously people came out in droves and it made like a billion and a half dollars and it's somehow become his highest cross movie. We've talked about that already. But he has more recently, Tom Cruise himself has come out <laughs> like just before Christmas and he's just hanging out of the side of a helicopter. by the way. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out of the side of a helicopter. Just to remind you how just his of his sheer awesomeness. He's just hanging out of a helicopter just like, just want to thank you for going to see Top Gun, by the way. <laughs> Well, we're out here in South Africa, and he just he jumps out of the plane. He's like, "Wow!" And he's just he's like, "We'll see you at the movies or whatever." And he's he's you yeah, know, he says he's and that and that I think that moment encapsulates him perfectly. One, it does confirm he is he's just tapped. I like I don't know anybody who operates like that, but um, he respects that if you're going to pay your money to go to the cinema, and he and you're you're going to give two two and a half hours of your time, he kind of feels like he has to earn it like again and again that and that's why the final product is is probably so good and i think that's why in it is the best cinema experience because he works so hard to give you that like that's what he is that's what he aspires to do you remember everybody 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 ragged on him because he gave out to all his crew for not respecting the covid rules and he was saying we're the first film back we're the first i know this wasn't for uh top gun i believe it was for mission, mission impossible, impossible. Yeah. but you can see why he takes he it seriously cares yeah, he takes it seriously, exactly. And also, I just I did actually realize this, but the director of that film is uh, Joseph uh, Kaczynski, I think his yeah, name is. Yeah, yeah. You're going to know him from some stuff. He directed, like, Tron Legacy. Yeah, and Oblivion. And he directed Oblivion. Yes, man- I like both those films as well. I mean, Tron Legacy, we talked about because the trailer was so good on this very podcast before. But I really enjoyed Oblivion as well. Again, an excellent soundtrack by uh, M83. So that's Da Punk for Tron Legacy and M83 for Oblivion. The guy knows his music and the music in Top Gun, Hans Zimmer, excellent. Yeah, and like nicely nodding to the previous, like it's it's very aware of its history, but just kind of going, but fuck it, we're going to do way better than that first one that you thought was good. <laughs> like We're going to do it way better. It's, it's so much better <laughs> than the original. I don't care what anybody says it's a it's a thousand times better than the original top gun mm. and i think you made it which is better oh, yeah. from nostalgia and i think we can wrap it up with because you know I, know I know we've got other categories we kind of want to sort of power through but i think you summed it up nicely there where it was a very unifying movie like it didn't matter yeah. what your allegiance was or like where you stood politically or what you just couldn't nobody could deny just the amount of crack you would have like i remember i went to see with two of the boys <laughs> and we were just looking at each other just like the, the seats are shaking with how the roar and the violence and the momentum of it all it was just it was incredible just too much fun really incredible and this is why it's ironic because we go well this is with our next category and this is where i'm going to take it so our next category Mm. is best original movie now i'm very intrigued because we could potentially have the same one here too but also potentially not yeah so I'm going to go first in this one for my Please. movie is almost in a way the exact opposite of that generic kind of uh, 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 over over Hollywoodized movie. And I'm going to go with everything, everywhere, all at Same. once. Is that? Same. Yes, you pick. See, there you go. I did. I did kind of figure we would have the same ones in that, but I, I, I'm, I know our next ones will be different. Yeah, they'll, but they'll, they'll divide after this. This film is. Yeah. Please, but take it away. Yeah. Give us the spiel. 
this film is almost the antithesis of Top Gun in every way, which people are now going to say, but wait a second, you just said you love that. And and I do. It's almost like they're, they're polar opposites, but as as a wise person once said, you know, too far east is west, I guess. <laughs> so um, <laughs> they've all come back to join in the unification of being amazing. It's, it's just such a, a wonderfully heartfelt, different, uh, original and just unique picture uh, and just to, to kind of it's hard to sum up the story mm. because it seems to turn people off when you do but it, it then you don't i don't necessarily want to talk about a film without in any way talking about the story but it's a difficult one so I, it's i will just say if you haven't seen it i i can't praise it enough it is it is absolute the antidote to the way the kind of all the superhero films and all those kind of movies now seem to be jumping on the the multiversal bandwagon and they're doing a pretty piss poor boring and lazy job of it whereas this film is like it's just like beautiful delicious nectar that 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 refreshes you and gives you hope in 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 the ability to make movies and make make stars and make action and make heart and comedy and it's it's so wildly original. I just, I love it. Mm, and I think that's why I, that you can tell how I, <laughs> how I, how I divvied up the two categories. So I was like, oh, I absolutely adore both of these, but for very different reasons, but they're both equally yeah. excellent. And I think, yeah, that, I, I, you know, I know that's funny because the multiversal stuff is used the wrong way a lot of the time. It's used for the sake of being used. Whereas this, it's just, it's just a vehicle. It isn't the basis for everything. Like there's a, there's a deeper kind of, no, there's a deeper kind of, sort of trajectory going on here there's a, there's other kind of cool themes that it plays with also they're just like wildly creative with it as well like it's absolutely mad in terms of the approach they take and i think i like it as well because you never know where, where they're going with it like they're just they keep you think you you think you have the rules sussed and then it pivots and then it goes somewhere else and that's that's where the creativity and the originality comes from is just how hard they worked to make it something unique and it, it is entertaining but i can see how some people might think like even if you watch the trailer you probably think what in god's name is this about like is well, this I, could, I, yeah. could i possibly get into this because i would never know. but i would just say just give it a chance because it's it's just so rigid and like even and I, I haven't seen anthony i was saying this to you i was texting this, i was like i haven't seen anything like that in a very long time where i was just so oh god won no. over by the, origi- by the originality of it um and, and michelle Yeoh is also, in it and she's it, incredible in it. she's just and Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. She's class. Um, short round. That, that's what I was actually going to touch on. It, it, it almost understands its heritage because there is these classical, like Jamie Lee Curtis is hugely famous. Yeah. The, 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 the villain, Lo Pan from Big Big Trouble in Little China, who is uh, James Hong, is in it. Like all these characters, actors who are known for huge films and cult favourites and stuff are sprinkled throughout. So it almost knows the kind of film it's aspiring to be or that, people who enjoy films will like it but that's i guess in a weird way not why i like it i like it because of the character and the heart and as i said it's difficult so we'll probably move on quickly enough from this because it's difficult Mm. to talk about without getting into the nitty-gritty but to get into any of the nitty-gritty will spoil your enjoyment of the movie Mm. is what i would say yeah and i think yeah you're you're, i i because i made the mistake when i was watching of like trying to figure out the rules too quickly whereas because it seems very confusing and almost jargonistic at the start, but it's almost actually it's actually better to just just accept that you will, by just by just by the characters kind of going through the motions you, that like you'll get you'll get it you'll just get it as you go kind of a thing, and it makes it more enjoyable yeah. as a result. But yeah, that's <laughs> you can see how I landed on that category. I was like, how do I shoehorn this one in as well? No, I I figured well. 
but there's another film coming up later that I put, well I have on later I potentially thought you were going to put here uh, but um, yeah uh, so yeah. do you want to do you want to jump to the next category because it's going to be here for me um, yeah same it's just 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 honorable mentions other ones that you really liked ones that kind of you felt were they were worth the watch they were good crack they were interesting original they kind of fall into that like high, higher band tier but they just didn't make the cut of those other categories that's what I would say um, do you want to give? Do you want to give me one of the ones that you've done there first? Well, well, firstly, and look, you're probably gonna laugh when I say this, but so there's two. So because the next round you said is 2022 movies not to miss. Mm. So I've kind of delineated things here for the honorable mentions are the ones that I would put as close, I guess, to Top Gun and everything everywhere yes. all at once. Yeah. And the next, yeah, excellent. Yeah. Or ones and like and I kind of the this that segment is a bit of a broader kind of there's definitely overlap but I, the, the other one was just kind of like a yeah. ones that I actually haven't seen myself in there as well that I want to make sure that I don't miss either they 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 could be of high caliber but I just haven't seen them so it's kind of more a self awareness of what I've missed as well myself kind of a thing. So so, so my honorable mentions couldn't be more different than each other, <laughs> and uh, one is an Irish movie yes. and that is the Banshee of Inisherin which. Is just wonderful. Colin Farrell, the director of In Bruges and Three Billboards, uh, Missouri, and, and Seven Psychopaths. And then the second one <laughs> is Sonic 2. I don't because I it. freaking <laughs> loved it. I, don't I watched it again recently. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's it still holds up. I cannot believe that. It, I'm deadly serious. I, I'm shocked. I haven't watched either of them. <laughs> You're going to hate me for have that. You, oh, you, have you not seen Banshees? Banshee, even a Sharon? Uh, no, we were going to watch it over Christmas and then everybody was just like, ugh, don't like the sound of that. So I was like, I, I need to be able to watch this in a room by myself where I'm really giving it the, t- the attention it deserves. Because it's, it's on Disney Plus. I know it's there. I just need to set aside an evening to dive into it. It, it, it warrants the time because it is a very... As as these kind of as seven psychopaths, uh, same as in Bruges, uh, three pupils, Missouri. That Martin McDonough makes the director makes very introspective movies, so it does warrants giving it the time yeah. that it deserves because it's a a very slow burner with a very simple story. But um, it's interesting, obviously, when you're you're Irish and you watch a film like this because I think we we just on our nature of having like plays like Waiting for Godot and things like that, we kind of naturally. Uh, gravitate towards stories like this and the story is very simple one man just one one day decides i don't want to be friends with another guy because i just don't like you anymore and that's that's essentially the story of the film Mm. and it's it's fascinating it's interesting it's funny it's quirky it's great it's really 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 well told and really well directed and well acted and then as i said on the flip side Sonic 2 is just, it's a ball of fun and it's Knuckles is there and Sonic's there and Tails is there and it's like the video game and I, I have, I'm, as I've always said, I'm a Sonic fan so I am in no way guilty about picking that as my honourable mention. People should watch it. It's a nice, brisk, close to two hours. Okay. You can skip about 20 minutes in the film and it's excellent. All right, Rob, what are your honourable mentions? What are they, man? Here, They're going to be different. I'm very intrigued They're going to be different. They're going to be different. Uh, nope is one for me. Um, yeah that came out this year can you believe it isn't it hard doesn't it feel like that was honestly five years ago nearly at this point um, and that, wow. and that pro- also I haven't seen it <laughs> have you not oh that was nope. that was nope. a, <laughs> ah nice that was a very that was right that was like that was tickling the the, the toes of um, I had to be careful what word I chose there 
that was that was tickling the 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 subterranean regions of um everything everywhere at once i was like it is a bit of a toss-up but i got i felt like i got more out of the the the, the latter but nope is just well worth a watch i think it kind of got a bit missed because i think people have such high expectations of maybe getting more of a political message out of it say under the, the guise of like get out or something or maybe just pass more people by because the cinema kind of going experience is definitely tapered a wee bit in spite of you know top gun and maybe avatar just being exceptions to that rule i think a lot of people did probably miss it really interesting concept and it, and just he just also hones in on like you know he always has like these asides and these interesting kind of just observations of symbolism of like oh well here's like this here's a sort of a here's like a, a small microcosm of the broader picture of what's happening i have to be so careful i don't spoil it because i really don't want to because i it, it what you you think you know what with his stuff you think you know what's going on and then you realize you don't um and i just thought it was really interesting i think i think i guess yeah some people might be the direction he goes they, i can see why some people were like oh that's not what i wanted to get out of this but i think that's your fault for deciding ahead of time what you thought it was going into the movie i think you should just much like everything ever all at once just let this sort of sci-fi horror thriller whatever the hell it wants to call itself like just take in a bit of a journey and you'll enjoy it and it's 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 so interesting at times i'm like oh in, in, in a strange way I, I think that's why i left it it's one of those films that there was so much hype around at the time i'm like i kind of want to watch this in isolation yeah, give it a bit of a breather i must give it space yeah yeah, so like when the Candyman remake came out, because I think Jordan Peele was an executive producer or something, everyone just like latched onto that as if that was going to be the next big thing. And when it was just a normal generic horror film, everybody almost lambasted it for that. And that's why I'm like, because you're 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 marrying expectations with something else that's not quite reality there. So I think it's very unfair to do that to it. So yeah, that's why I almost I almost purposely uh, avoided Nope for a while. And I have I don't know any story, I don't know any spoilers, and I've kind of done that. Fair play. For a reason, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well worth a watch. And then very quickly, I think, one that I really liked as well. Although, perhaps a little bit shy, but I just... Or maybe not for everybody. I thought I thought The Northman was an incredible... Like, where the hell did that come out of? Like, I don't know how they got that made. It was... It felt almost like The Revenant, but even more niche. If I were to give it a bit of a description. Um, Alexander Skarsgård is this Viking on a rampage. You think that's what it is? Um, Richard Eggers, I think, is the director, but it's much—it's much more of a slow burn. You just kind of—it's and it's—it's it's, you get the sense of it's brutal, it's unforgiving, and it feels very authentic to what life might have oh. been like in this kind of—you know—that's the Viking kind of Scandinavian sort of that that history. Those when they're going on those Viking raids and that civilization civilization is is at its peak, but everything is still <laughs> everything is still very rough around the edges. Just his journey from boy to kind of man and where he ends up is it's it's an interesting tale and i think it, it, it's well it's worth a, v- a very tense watch isn't it it's like an excruciatingly tense watch punishing like really punishing like it's there's awful stuff in there <laughs> oh my goodness gracious me and trippy like psychedelic psychedelic at points i would i would say yeah, because it re- it reminded me of the green knight yes in man. a way it's except so, for it's it's it honestly it, there's so many shades there are definitely some parallels there like but it's it's so much more visceral yeah there's so much more like holy shit moments i i can't watch this but i can't turn away and, and like even have you seen the other film he directed at uh, the lighthouse no no 
I heard that's excellent as well. It is. That's with them. Um, it's Matt. It's just William crazy. Defoe, isn't it? It's William Defoe and Robert Pattinson. It's it's crazy, and I could see a lot of the same shades in this movie. But thankfully, the Northman was much more coherent, so it was a lot easier mm. to kind of follow it's along pretty, and enjoy. It's pretty linear. It's, it's, it's like it's pretty film. linear, and you just it's it, like it literally just it just works its way through the motions of what he kind of encounters. Um, it's great, and there's some incredible like one shot takes or like you know perceived one shot takes in there that are harrowing and impressive in yes. equal measure like honestly so well court and you really feel like it's like it's not it's not it's not like a pretty disneyified or like you know hollywooded action movie like, oh. it's not epic this isn't troy <laughs> this is a very they say troy this is not <laughs> <laughs> jesus good try harder next time if you want to look at the film like that <laughs> jesus uh, uh yeah and did i have anything else no i can, and then i think that was kind of honorable mentions for me of like kind of i thought were really good but just not at that just they're still shy of the real top drawer stuff yeah and then the other one category either yeah not to miss or like ones that you didn't see that you kind of liked or you would say to other people either i want to see this or you know people should check this out that's what kind of this other sort of catch-all group is basically so i had i had the northman there oh fair enough yeah not for everybody yeah but and not for i that that one was more divisive i think as well than um yeah maybe some of the others and so it's a Two films then, I guess. I saw in, in a very a, a quick span, they were pretty close to each other. And I, I, I'm not going to say too much about them because they're fairly uh, they're fairly breezy movies. And I think I, I, it's almost more what they represent than actually the films themselves. For So in that movie's not to miss, I have Bullet Train. Yes. And I have... Do you have it as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, Bullet Train was great. It was fun. It's such a, it was fun. It's such a, a rollicking fun time. I would describe exactly. it. I would describe it as harmless. <laughs> Like ha- harmless. That's a great like. Way to just put it. like you t- like you don't have to like don't like just don't expect too much going in and you'll have a good time. It's honestly, and you can tell everybody who's in it is having an absolute blast. Like they're they're just having a great time and you kind of feed off that. Aaron Taylor Johnson it steals that bloody that film. He's him, so good. Him and his brother inverted commas. Excellent. The two of them the, together. They're yeah, excellent, excellent together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was really good fun. Yeah. I've done on my list as well. What else you got? So so. The way I would describe that film, just before you move oh, on, because this is what my friend Darren calls it, is a can movie. So I don't usually bring alcohol to cinemas because I don't like drinking in cinemas. <laughs> but a film like that, Bullet Train, bring an old can in and you're just, the howls of laughter out of me and him at that film was just, I loved it. And then very much in the same vein of that, I went to see Violent Night with David Harbour from Stranger <laughs> Things. I was wondering what you mentioned this. I laughed from start to finish. It is, it's, it's, I, I, for some reason, I don't, like, I don't think people got the parody it was going for. Some of the scenes are so expertly done. It's like, like it's essentially just Die Hard, but with Santa Claus, right? And to, to, to echo that point, there's one scene where he's doing the obligatory patching himself up and patching up his wound. And he, he gets like, he gets a present wrap and wraps it around his stomach. And it actually wraps like a bow you would put on the top for presents of where the bullet is. And I was, I was crying laughing in the cinema at this. And nobody else seemed to get it. Like, and there's loads of little scenes like that that are obviously pure parody. That just people... Th- there's a whole Home Alone scene where I there's knew a girl there upstairs in the house and... I thought there was. Oh, well, oh, yeah, but this is like, you know, and, and, and the, 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 the burglars... The burglars try to go up and get her and she has all the traps. But again, it's like 
real Home Alone. So one of the guys goes up the steps together, slips, and he his, his like jaw lands on a shard of glass, <laughs> and it, like it just sticks up the inside of his mouth and holds him there. And she's like, "I got you," and it's it's so funny. It's just. It's oh, I need to wonderful. watch that one. I missed that one. I'll, I'll have to watch it. I saw the 100%. trailer, but I, I you kind of passed me by, as these things do. Yeah. What's up? What's on your list? So, um, for me, I had uh, Bullet Train as well. I thought Prey was excellent. That came out last year. I was telling you about that. It's like a prequel to the Predator yep. movies. Just, just low budget, unknown actors for the most part. Um, just going about their business. It's like set in the is it the eighteen hundreds, like early eighteen hundreds, I think, or maybe the late seventeen hundreds, and it's like you're following an Indian Native American tribe, um, and the predator comes down in that era to hunt and like you know obviously hunt the best prey, but then obviously they themselves are expert hunters just by nature and by you know by heritage, so there's just this lovely parallel of they're both trying to get the ultimate prize of the the best kill and you're following a young girl who's you know in a very male dominated tribe and like culture around how to do it and it just it works very well it's it's a breezy i think hour and a half to maybe you know it's definitely under two hours and it's just taut and tight and oof and blades and bullets and great great predator uh weapon usage in this like it visceral when it needs to be and really fun to watch just in general. So, I would so, 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 what, what, what was your favorite thing about the film? Pray tell. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say what, what's what's amazing about that film is that it's so wonderful to finally see an old franchise like Terminator or Aliens or Predator. It's so good to finally see one of them come back with a film that's actually I didn't see it, but it's, it's considered decent. Yeah, like all of them have just been such piling out such tripe for so long <laughs> that it's actually nice to be like. Yeah, you, you go, Predator. It's good mm. to see you back, man. Well, see, this is the thing <laughs> with with the with the other movies. You could argue they were just going over the top so much. You know, too far east is west with the previous iterations. Hey, hey. of the other ones, or as I often like to say, you know, less is more, which is the approach. That's my other phrase. <laughs> I get a lot of these, um, which is I think that this that's the approach they took with this one. They're like they very much stripped it back to its to its roots, quite literally hunting in forests and all sorts nice. of stuff but yeah no it's just good it's just well made and it's very easy to watch and, and so that and i think very quickly as well i think glass onion as well would be one that i would say is worth a watch <sighs> it's good fun again it's kind I of haven't seen it yet it's an original I'm, story oh, can't wait it's it's just i like you know i think if you liked the first one you'll like this one although maybe that isn't the best i, I, I liked it anyway it divided our house actually at christmas i think the older generations were thought to be more i don't know what they were expecting of it but they kind of came away maybe wanting more for whatever reason but they wouldn't <laughs> they wouldn't be avid movie watchers so I don't think they're the best gauge yeah. of whether you'd enjoy it or not but I thought it was great um, and so did my siblings so I, I would say check that out there's also I love the first there's one also, there's also a Bollywood movie called Triple R or RRR that I've oh everyone's talking about I, this that I need to watch apparently it's fucking epic I've heard it's absolutely <laughs> bonkers um, but it's three hours oh yeah so uh, um, at one point there's just in the trailer there's just there's a bit where like these lads are, I think that they're holding a bridge together just by wrapping around it on a chain like and holding their arms together or something in, I, each other's hands yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway so I'd say I've not seen it but that's what I'm keen to and obviously the Banshees of Inisherin as well is is what I'm mad to check out um, we we need to get another person with a Orander name then we can make our own one so it'll be like Ross Rob and we just gotta get another rich just, yeah. can we get a rich somewhere just <laughs> 
just just Ricardo just, the, the, the three Ricardo just the three of us in a room just looking fierce sad drinking stale beer that'd be the whole movie just for two, three hours just two hours be a bit of a be a David Cronenberg exploratory kind of a <laughs> kind of more and more of an art house piece. piece yeah introspective yeah. piece <laughs> exactly it'd be like R, R, triple R and in brackets the lighthouse part two <laughs> <laughs> rest rest and nice. rest okay we gotta move on to the next one and I feel like we might have similar answers to this. I had a lot of options here, but uh, most disappointing oh, film. Oh, I have. Most disappointing film. <laughs> I'm going to go right up top and so, say... <laughs> I've thought about this one a lot. More than the others, I would say. Because it was harder. Uh, it was Thor, Love and Thunder for me is where I landed, ultimately. On this. <laughs> so that's that's there for me. Like you said, this was this was a bitterly fought category. Yeah. This was like a there scene from the Northmen. Con- too many there contenders. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, look, could we have put Uncharted here? I yes. have that down. But realistically, but I, I didn't expect but, that to be good, so I wasn't disappointed. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so I, I will. I, I'll give it a four that I landed on for this one. Then, okay, and this is where the battle is, and you can see where my brain is with this. All right. So Tor Love and Thunder, which I actually think I agree. I think that's number one. Uh, there's Doctor Strange. I've that there too as well. <laughs> I've that there too. There's the Batman. Ooh, I didn't. It just mm. it 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 didn't go that. I ugh, I can see how you got there. That's fair. I, I that's toyed fair. with that idea, but I left it out. And then lastly, and all this is very new and all that, and I get it. I knew you were going to say um, this. One. I Avatar. Knew, I knew you were going to say this. The way of the water. <laughs> <laughs> But look, let's be real. It's it's Thor: Love and Thunder, right? It's like what a what a what a gut crunching disappointment that film was. Because it looked good, and you wanted it to be. You really like you're willing it to be great because that's what you wanted. Because the the third one was so excellent, and it was that perfect balance of comedy and the Marvel stuff wrapped up in there. And like they 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 treaded that line very well. And then they just decided, oh, let's just take away Titi unhinged. Someone who's credibility i'm starting to question more and more as as time progresses yeah um just didn't do it for me it just it just felt sloppy and it just like a lot of shtick everywhere just a lot of the a lot of this kind of let's just riff our way through this and just sort of see what happens and nothing felt tangible or nobody felt really at risk and none of the rules made sense and i just and there i think there's a little bit of broader marvel burnout affecting things here but for me i Went in thinking, oh, I'm hoping this is the exception to the rule. It most certainly was not. It was poo. Absolute <laughs> poo. You're like, you start to film. You start to film and the Guardians are there with Tor. You're like, this is this is a, a recipe for some great, great scenes and great movies. And then like two seconds later, you're like, oh, well, that's, well, that's over. Yeah. It was <laughs> okay. I, I can't, I, I, even more See, brief than I was expecting that to be. That, that partnership. I thought we'd get a bit more fun out of it. But I guess they're trying to reserve that yeah. for the. They have to. They want to keep them standalone, which is kind of a shame. At this point, there's no point. We know what we know. They all hang out. That, you don't need to. You, you just yeah. They just be in it together. You, for God's sake. You're too far in now, and that's. And I guess it's interesting because I. I mean, I think we can both see it, but the owl. I mean, even the p- films we picked as good compared to obviously what's in the list, and we'll see what happens next for this one, but. I think the superhero fatigue and burnout is in absolute full effect. Yeah. Now, you can argue whether that's just there's too many things out there or it's because of the absolute 
muck they're putting on sticks and then just streaming it over a film and then being like there you go watch that shit you plebs and give us your money and people still are so yeah. you can argue which one of them it is uh, yeah i i don't know i think they're trying to do too much and i'll say just like they're, they're they're trying to be so different now all the time that they, they just all the rules and the foundations of the previous stuff which were so vital to the success they're just kind of almost spitting on them like like even Thor Love and Thunder, he's the his hammer becomes sentient, or his weapons become sentient, and oh, they're kind of Jesus. all for the sake of a joke for a bit, without thinking of the larger. I think that's a snapshot of like kind of the broader picture of like you're not thinking of the broader implications, of by by just so Taika can have to his your universe of like this silly little bit they thought of these things is really funny. I'm like let's poke fun at. I'm so self aware. I'm like these look at me go. I I did an ad with Daniel Craig, but someone made it about me. Um, that was a bit of a dig. But he, he, you're sacrificing all of the, the the wealth of character and story and sort of heft that you got that they built up to an end game, and it's just like the whole thing is unfurled and they don't know where they're going now that the, the oh it's that the end goal the beacon that they're driving towards now they, because they don't know they don't have a common goal the directors are just going off the rails and doing whatever they want. But still weirdly trying to keep... T- it's so weird. It's such a weird outcome for, for some of these. There's like a multi... There's like a multiverse thing at one side. There's like... A, 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 there's like a, an arm sticking out with a planet in the Eternals. There's a separate multiversal plot. <laughs> completely unrelated to the first one in Spider-Man. Then <laughs> there's this god butcher who does all his work in Thor Love and Thunder off screen. It's... And, and, he, and then at the end he has a box that can grant any wish in the... Un- the whole thing has just unraveled to like remember captain america one <laughs> like yeah. jesus how how far can we go from that like i've ever like that one was by the numbers i'm like i bet you take that one now over any of these other things oh G- give me uh, give me 16 plain movies again instead of With something that's at least a little bit earnest the Doc, the Doc, Doc Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. By the time the credits come up and I walked out to the bathroom after the film, I had literally forgotten everything that happened in the film. <laughs> That's how honestly forgettable it was. Like it leaked out of me, like the urine from my body. Like it was just crazy. <laughs> well, there you go. I did have Uncharted on there as well, but I knew it was going to be bad the second they cast Mark Wahlberg in that movie. I just knew, and you could tell by the trailers. It was just like generic again. You went, they went down the generic. Well, this, this is by the numbers, pop. Let's just go. Let's just let's just ship this out, make some cash. Who cares that there's an adoring fan base? Why why on earth would we try and cater to them at all? In the slightest, <laughs> they could fuck right off. <laughs> if I'm honest. So, so in, in intriguingly enough, then Robs. So the next category, which is just a pile of shite film. Yes. So I'm intrigued to see what you have there or what your contenders were. And I again imagine they're probably going to be similar to mine. But uh, I've done something a little bit different with mine, so so jump oh, yeah, on ahead there and I'll see what you have. I just have one, uh, and it's black. Oh, really? Yeah. It's because yeah, there was just one clear winner for me. I should say, there was one very clear winner for me on this. Um, personally, based on what I'd seen, and it's Black Adam. I have never seen such an, an ob- <laughs> such an obnoxiously plain, bland movie in such a long time. It annoyed me to no end throughout. It is so... And I thought that Marvel ones were, were kind of a bit by the numbers or they're trying to be so zany. They kind of, you know, they lost one of themselves. 
This is the yeah. opposite extreme, too far east is west, where it's just like, hey, it's, it's just, it's just it, nothing happens. Everything's so stupid. Like, there not nothing, nothing makes sense in it. That like, like, there's nothing impactful to hook onto. Like, all the characters are so poorly like fleshed out that you have no interest in them at all. Like, and I, I would sum it up by this: it's so poorly made that for some reason. I, can't, I still can't even remember how they justified it, but the, there's a kid in it that's supposed to be a bit of a foiled Black Adam. Like he's, and I actually get why they put a kid in here, like because he's. I, I could talk about if ever Dwayne Johnson was to earn the title The Rock, he has earned it in this performance because he doesn't. He does sweet fuck all in this, except from floating around, oh, it's... walking through walls. So they need a kid to kind of, you know challenge him with a bit of comedy and kind of get him to know how how, how humanize hum- him, how hum- you yeah know? how humans live but they give him this skateboard and obviously they decide this skateboard is vital this is vital to the story because every <laughs> 30 seconds we're going to show you this kid tr- not succeeding trying to skateboard because obviously this young actor has never skateboarded in his life but it's, it's vital that he skateboards anyway and there's a bit where like he's trying to escape from the guards he's running out of his apartment and he's like I will use my skateboard because it is a faster mode of transport and he hops on it in such a, a timid sheepish fashion that it only slows him down and then he immediately has to stop anyway because he has to go down a flight of stairs and I'm like who the fuck is making these decisions in this? Like, why would they want to do this? None of this makes sense. This, how, is this, how is this important at all? The Hobbit Children film are thinking, well, that skateboard, he's going to do something towards the end. With the skateboard. When he, like, grabs something. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen. No. And, uh, that, sums <laughs> Just up, so clear. and that sums up the whole movie because they, they tee up all these, these, these big, like, and there's, they're not subtle. They're like big hints and winks and nudges. Like, and even... Uh, and but even uh, uh, to do like to, like that something's going to happen or this is very important you bear in mind this information and then they just either forget about it or they completely contradict themselves later on like Pierce Brosnan is just swanning around the place the whole time oh who can see the God. future but won't tell anybody about it for some reason even though that would make everything much easier he also says nobody can touch my helmet it'll melt your brain it's been made by a thousand aliens don't go near it and then the Hawkeye then just casually picks it up and puts it on to save the day None of- to save the day yeah <laughs> It's also like this this justice society walks in and like everything about them, what they do is awful and they're just shit. They're just shit. Like why would you send these guys anywhere like? And like they send them to a place that's under, like you know, it's basically worse than a dictatorship by by a gang that I don't even know what the point of it was. I think they're also just called the gang or something silly yeah. like that. And like the, guy, the, the guys rock in and like, why don't you liberate the people or something? I don't know. Instead, they just go, you can't kill because you're a hero to Black Adam about 17 times. Yeah. And like he just he just throws them around the place with ease. For some reason, there's loads of cadets there who just fall over themselves constantly. And I'm like, what? who are these guys? Why? Who who are they like? What am, yeah. I, what am I watching here? Why? It's, I don't care about you. It's you just walk on the screen and you're an idiot. It's just not good. Like, like there, there's no, there's no weight to any of any of the actions and anything they do in it and it's just symptomatic yeah. of this is just a lot of wealthy executives making decisions on how this should look including Dwayne Johnson he he keeps preaching about how yep. heavily he invo- involves he's been in this for so long and this is the product so honestly I was insulted by that movie by the time I was done with it it was it's like this it was like the culmination of all this experience we have and knowledge, this shared knowledge of like, this is how you make a superhero movie and that's the output that they were able to come up with for that. Mental. 
Like he's got star power. You can make they can make whatever they want to people. If it's half good, people will go see it. Ugh. Anyway, that's that's my submission <laughs> for that category. That, that that's fair. See, I I had I had that. I had the Uncharted movie, obviously, but the then I also one? had Morbius because I think uh, the Uncharted movie. <laughs> Morbius. Haven't even I, watched I, it. I think Morbius was. Yeah, I mean it's. I think we talked about it before on this as well. It's you know it's going to be bad and it's bad, but then again, I mean, it's so is so is Black Adam. So I don't I don't know if I can choose between Black Adam and Morbius. They're okay. they're, they're just terrible, terrible. But as bad what as I will other. say, I, I did pick a pile of shite films, bad, which is them. But then I wanted to highlight. I also picked two pile of shite films that are actually, I think, actually good. In it, they're shite. You know, they're terrible films, <laughs> but you kind of laugh at them. Uh, and that was Scream, the new one. It's terrible. It's awful, but you kind of laugh at it. <laughs> and then Jurassic World Dominion is <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. But I was constantly laughing the whole way through and, like, and, in, in and, a weird way I'm and like, how bad it was or just how daft it was or is it supposed that's the same thing how daft how daft it was there's a part at the very end of the film when uh, Chris Pratt and, and a dinosaur look at each other and essentially give each other a nod of respect and I'm like did that, did that just, he just nodded at him and I, I me and again I was with, with Darren and a few other friends and we just we burst out laughing like Tina was like Ross you need to shut up you need to shut up laughing and I, we just couldn't stop we just kept laughing he literally nods at a dinosaur and the dinosaur nods back it's hilarious it's terrible but it's hilarious tell my wife I'm a dinosaur <laughs> what the funniest things I've ever seen people don't get that joke as much as I do I, lo- I love it I love it oh that's a good submission oh God. That is a good submission, Rob. We, Forty-five minutes. We, we got it. through we them, man. It. We did it. I think we did. We 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 we, we, we kind of that. balanced our time nicely there. And who said who said we were going to be rusty? What bollocks on the internet said that? Oh yeah, yeah what? <laughs> I mean, it was me and you. Yeah, but it's all right. It's, it's all right. It's okay. Um, uh, yeah, look. I mean, I can barely remember what to finish an episode. I mean, you can just find us places. I mean, we haven't been there for long, for ages. Yeah. So if you're listening, presumably you already know we're there. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's Capital Sands on Twitter. That's that's the main place to go at the moment, and that from there, uh, a whole universe. Well, or well, not maybe close, but sixty nine episodes of content will be there for you to kind of revisit and enjoy and all that kind of good stuff. Sixty nine, well, hey, um, we got there. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, it it we're, we're glad we're back in the saddle now, um, ready to rinse and be absolute cynics as people are know us for at this point. Actually, we weren't that cynical. And a lot of good stuff this year. Well, actually, a lot of really yes. bad, really oh. bad, and a lot of very good stuff. We'll talk about and <laughs> swings and roundabouts. All, all I'm going to say <laughs> is is that 2023 is going to be interesting. There's Mission Impossible. There's Transformers. There, there's a whole wreck of stuff coming out. Guardians like 3. At least Indiana Guardians Jones. 3. Oh my Indiana God. Jones. Look, at the very least... It's going to be interesting, and I'm I'm intrigued about the ride. Just, yeah, but look, we have to talk about. Basically, all that I can say is that I have been Ross, <gasps> and I've been Rob, and we're back. And this has been—I understood that reference. Thanks for jumping back in, getting back on the back of the horse with us. We're back. A lot of room, a lot of room in this. A lot of room in this Donkey. A lot of room in the Donkey. Uh, just. <laughs> <laughs>